What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we have a good weekend of baseball to recap. Seems like a bunch of teams are streaking right now, winning a lot of games. Some players are streaking. Teams are doing good things. Just a, just a good weekend of baseball for teams who are hot. Most of those teams just stayed hot. So let's let's jump into it for Sunday. The Atlanta Braves have won 11 straight games now. They did this and continue their streak on Sunday thanks to a two-home run day by Adam Duvall. You know, when the Braves reacquired Adam Duvall ahead of last year's trade deadline, the common feeling was that they should never have allowed him to leave in the first place. He's always been a productive power hitter. He's always been beloved by teammates, coaches, executives, and fans. And he's just a great fit with Atlanta. And his rejuvenation this year has coincided with the Braves suddenly coming to life. I mean, he just had his first multi-homer game of the season, and now they've extended their win streak to 11 games with a 5-3 victory over the Pirates on Sunday afternoon. And uh, Kyle Wright was a starting pitcher, and I talked about him, his last start. He's He's had a very good year, uh, really coming to his own this year after a rough first few years in the big leagues. Against Pittsburgh, he goes six innings, three earned runs, seven strikeouts, and obviously gets a lot of run support, and um, or enough run support, I should say. They, win, they won 5-3. But the Braves' longest winning streak since 2013 is right now. Is, is right now. Uh, you know, it's funny because... They had suffered two ugly losses to the D-backs, and they fell to 23 and 27. They were 10 and a half games behind the Mets earlier this year. And, you know, now they've they, they've put themselves out to, what is it, five? Sorry, five and a half games? So they've gained five, almost five games of ground in the standings, which is pretty impressive. Pretty impressive in, in an 11-game stretch. That's how you do it. Yeah, they're five and a half games behind New York. Planning has gone right for the Braves during this stretch. Obviously, Acuna has been playing right field on a daily basis. William Contreras has been one of the game's top sluggers. And top prospect Michael Harris II has spent the first few weeks of his career making an impact on the lineup and in the field. I mean, he can play center field every day, and that's also helped Duval because he can focus you know, on a corner spot, and he's gone 9 for 27, meaning Duval 9 for 27, with two doubles, a triple, and four homers over his past seven games. So a lot of good things going on for the Atlanta Braves. And a lot more to come. William Contreras really has popped off, and he seems to be their go-to guy now because he's hit his way into the lineup. I mean, he homered also on Sunday. But, I mean, he's going to be he's gonna be catching a lot if he continues to hit like this. And I think he's made the case that he's here to stay. He's got a 292 average with a 1,050 OPS. Nine home runs in 89 at-bats this year. So he's up to stay. He's not going down. In other news, let's head to Yankee Stadium where the Yankees demolished the Cubs 18-4. The man of the day was Matt Carpenter. So, you know, in a span of less than a month, Matt Carpenter went from his living room couch to playing for the best team in baseball. I mean, if he keeps crushing home runs like this, the Yankees will have to find ways to keep sending him to the plate. He hit two home runs, had seven RBIs for the Yankees on Sunday. And, you know, this is a career high for him with seven ribbies in a game. 
He reached base four times. The Yankees completed a three-game sweep of the Cubs, winning for the 11th time in 12 games. I mean, Matt Carpenter was 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 jobless at the beginning of the season. He's 36 years old now. He's you know, signed a minor league deal. And now he found his way to the Yankees. And like, like he said, with the best team in baseball, he's putting up these crazy numbers. You know, Yankees put up a lot of runs on Sunday, but they got great pitching again from Jameson Tyone. He was really good. Five innings and, you know, improved to 7-1 and one with a 2.93 ERA in 12 starts this season. So a lot of good vibes from from the Yankees overall. Absolutely. So if we move on, let's go to Seattle where the Red Sox continue their winning ways. And, you know, they just capped off their best West Coast trip in 27 years. Rafael Devers was the man with a clutch home run, two-run homer in the eighth inning, and the Red Sox would win 2-0. Oppo shot, you know, balls outside the strike zone, actually. It was, in, it was well off the plate, and, you know, Devers deposits it over the left field wall. And the Red Sox end the West Coast trip 8-2. and two. Marking the first time they've won eight or more games on one trip since 2017. So 17 is the first time they've done so on an all-West Coast trip since 1995. And the Red Sox had a 10-19 start to begin the year. Now they are an MLB best 18-7 since May 18. They've won nine of 11 games. So they're back in the picture. And that's why you don't, you don't, uh, I don't know, you don't fall for early narratives because, you know, things can change. Things can change. I, I mean, if the playoffs were to start today, which they don't, um, they definitely don't. But, you know, the Red Sox would be right there. That wild card, that, uh, you know, that wild card would be, actually, no, would, would they? Okay, yeah, so the Red Sox would have a tie, they'd be tied for a wild card spot right now. Not that it really matters because obviously it's still, it's still early. It's still early. So, yeah, I mean, moving on to the West Coast, though, that Sunday night baseball game was Mets and Angels. Mets and Angels, and the Mets won 4-1. They continue their winning ways. They now have 40 wins. They're 40-22. and 22. And, um, you know, it was the usual suspect. So, Taiwan Walker pitched really well. Six innings, one earned run, 10 strikeouts. But in the lineup, you know, Pete Alonso, two for four with a home run there in the ninth inning to ice the game. And, you know, Alonso continues his monster season. You know, he's now got 18 bombs on the year. He's hitting 284, 921 OPS. You know, a lot of guys in that lineup are hitting really well. Jeff McNeil was three for four. He's up to 320 with an 813 OPS. This is someone who some people thought might be trade bait in the offseason when they went out and made all those moves. But he's hit his way, you know, to stay on, in that lineup every day. The, the Mets are doing their thing. The Mets are doing their thing. Absolutely. Patrick Sandoval was pretty good for the Angels, too. Six innings with two earned runs of his own. And he was really good. But, you know, it was it was not enough to beat a hot Mets team. This team is, is beating up on a lot of people right now. So as we begin the week, you know, just a, a smaller slate of games, maybe about half, uh, maybe a little more than half teams are are in action today on Monday. But that wraps it up for the weekend. By the way, the Phillies did lose on Sunday. So 
you know, their their win streak is halted. They they ran it up to nine games, but they'll look to start another one. They host the Miami Marlins, so they look to start another win streak there. Looks like you have Braves at Nats, Marlins at Phillies, Orioles at Blue Jays, White Sox at Tigers, Pirates at Cardinals, Padres at Cubs, Astros at Rangers, Reds at D-backs, Royals at Giants, and Twins at Mariners. So have a good week, everybody. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.